0: Well, hey, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me today. Pleasure to have you with me. Uh, We have a great lineup of guests again today for you. As you know, we go out and find uh, great advisors who offer their tips, ideas, and precautions so that you can be well-planned, learn something from them, and, and hopefully put some things into action and maybe even get in touch with our guests. My first guest today is Art Matthews of the Matthews Law Firm. And uh, that firm is located in Tustin, California, here in Orange County. Uh, And Matthews Law Firm is a commercial litigation firm, and their emphasis is on collections law. And today we're going to talk about how the firm helps businesses collect money quickly and with no upfront fees. So, Art, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for joining me today.
1: Thank you, Bill. Thank you for having me.
0: It's all it's my pleasure art uh, we we talked before, and I thought this topic could be very interesting to our clients because you know not everybody is good about uh, paying um, paying their debts and paying on time, and they need people like you to help them figure out well is this is this something I can collect and how how do I go about doing it so if you will, tell us a little bit about you and your background and how you got into this area of the law
1: sure um uh, I was a business major at USC, University of Southern California. I graduated from the business school in 1986, and uh, prior to that, I had taken some pre-law courses and decided that I, you know, wanted to become a lawyer. As a, an area of the world th- that interested me, so I uh, I went to USC business, uh, Law School as well. Graduated in 1989, and uh, so I'm um, basically almost approaching 30 years of practicing law at this point. I um, always wanted to have a business emphasis to my practice. I wasn't interested in becoming a criminal lawyer or a family lawyer. No offense to to those practitioners, because you know there's many, many really, really good ones. So I've always uh, represented institutional clients and and business owners, um, and. Uh, Always wanted to be in court as well, and so uh, just developed a niche over the years representing people who need to collect money uh, because there's many lawyers who can get you to trial and get a judgment for you and win your case. But in terms of collecting, if the other side doesn't just voluntarily write you a check, it's a different skill entirely. So uh, I think that's kind of how I got into that area.
0: Yeah, and it's, uh, of course, uh, you know, cash flow is the lifeblood of a business, and it really hurts. It really trickles down when uh, someone uh, can't or won't pay. And, and so uh, let's talk about um, how your firm does what it does. Give us uh, maybe a little bit of background on uh, uh, what the process might be and, or, or what types of
1: situations you come up against. Well, generally, we'll be contacted by either an existing client. Like I said, we represent institutional clients uh, quite a bit who have recurring issues. But there's also individual business owners who might own, you know, smaller businesses who only run up against a, a non-payment issue, you know, every few years. So they'll contact us, and we'll get as much information as we can. Um, and we generally just start out writing a letter to the other side and basically say, you know, XYZ Company has retained us to collect this debt, and we don't see why it shouldn't be paid and you know, paid in 10 days or else. Uh, we will likely file litigation. And so there's different ways of going about it. That's one way sometimes if a client wants to preserve the relationship they have with their customer, then we'll take a softer approach. And if, they, if that's not a, an interest anymore, we'll, we can be more aggressive. So we generally start off with a letter because we want to see, uh, rather than just filing a lawsuit without doing a little due diligence because we want to see if there's any disputes, if there's any legitimate reasons why the other side hasn't paid. Um, And, uh, you know, Maybe 50% of the time our letter will generate a response from the other side and the hope is always to try to resolve the case without having to file suit uh, because that's more expensive and time consuming for the client um, and it's usually a better result if we can just resolve it amicably. So that's always our goal. Um, if, if we can't do it that way then, and the client wants us to proceed, it's, it's always up to the client to decide if they want to go the legal route, then we'll file the lawsuit and, uh, and just take it from there. And, uh, you know, we work on a contingent fee basis on on the collection matters. Uh, So the client, really their only risk is for court costs, service of process costs, which usually run into, you know, the hundreds of dollars, not, you know, not not that significant. We we don't take a fee unless we collect for our client.
0: That's cool. So uh, I'm sure clients uh, like that fact that, you know, they're not, maybe they've taken it as far as they can and they don't. And isn't it true that... uh, in some of these situations, I mean, there are procedures, uh, and I'm thinking particularly, for instance, um, uh, real estate types of issues or things like that, where there are procedures that have, that should or have to be followed um, so that you've documented properly that you've given the people fair notice, and you can't just say, I'm taking you to court and uh, with it, without some kind of... Uh, you know, follow, lead up to that is, is am I get, did I get that right? No,
1: that that that's correct. I mean, whether it's real estate or a business transaction, you know, if there's a contract between the parties, that's what we look at first, and that governs how we go about trying to collect the debt um, not some contracts require uh... you know mediation like in a real estate setting many residential real estate contracts nowadays require mediation so we don't file a lawsuit obviously if we haven't mm. given the other side an opportunity to you know work with a, a neutral third party a mediator and both sides go to the mediation and you know hopefully in good faith try to work it out so the party's contract generally governs how how we proceed if there's no contract uh, and if it's if it, in most business-to-business settings, there's not a requirement that you mediate or write them a letter, but we generally do that anyways just to try to settle it amicably, if possible.
0: Yeah, in a lot of situations between business owners that I come up against, it's like, why would we ever need a contract? It's informal. We're, <laughs> we're, we're in this together, but things can get ugly. And, and from that standpoint, I'm wondering, um, do you – Uh, You look at a lot of contracts to see if they have teeth in them. Do you help advise people on looking at a contract and saying, hey, before this gets ugly, you you might want to think about this, or do you just avoid that and just stick to the collection side of things let others deal with that?
1: No, we, you know, we, I've rewritten many contracts for, um, for, for our clients over the years. Um, you know, there's a few things we look at, for example, you know, because there's a contract and it's not just written for collection purposes. There could be other things that come up, um, you know, if, if somehow the client does something wrong, you want to try to limit their liability so you can write provisions into a contract to help protect them. So, you know, we don't look at it just from, you know, we're business lawyers, so we don't look at it just from a, 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 collection standpoint we look at it from an overall standpoint but from a collection standpoint you, you generally want to see like an attorney's fee clause many I've had many clients who don't have attorney's fee clauses in their contracts so if they go to sue mm. they don't get their attorney's fees back so they you know even if we're working on a contingency they may pay us a third uh, to collect and that money they don't recover that money but if there's an attorney fee clause in the contract they can recover most or all of it um, and there's also venue clauses for example clients don't have their contracts might be silent on if there is a dispute where is the dispute going to be resolved in orange county and alaska you know so especially if you're dealing with out of state customers um Generally, if the contract is silent on that and you want to sue them, you're going to have to go to their state or their country even to pursue them. So you want to have a venue provision in your contract that says, hey, if there's a dispute, it's going to be resolved in your location. So they have to come to you, not the other way around.
0: Well, those are great tips right there. I mean, that's, that, that's stuff that people probably don't always look at when they're developing uh, or putting together a contract. So they should definitely have been... Uh, engaging someone like yourself, but I think a lot of people tend to think these days that oh there's legal zoom there's other you know there's there's online services that I can get contracts let's let's skip the upfront part and they pay for that dearly in the back in the in the back end of that
1: kind of an arrangement they can they? you know unless they have like a simple will or something like that, I would be very leery about. Um, using one of those services for more complicated legal issues, and LegalZoom doesn't help you file a lawsuit necessarily. You know, it's, if it's a will or uh, you know a trust, I mean, even even with a trust, I'd be a little leery for someone with a more complicated estate about using one of those services. There's a place for those for you know the the average consumer, but for business owners, um, no, I think you should. You know, you, you know the old adage: you get what you pay for
0: and i would imagine uh, unfortunately you probably see the, the the worst of some people's situations um when when things started off nice and friendly and they said well we don't we don't need much of an agreement for this let's just you know map it out simply and easily and then things get ugly down the road um what advice do you give people in those situations when they're entering into an agreement say with another partner or business owner or something like that
1: well, if you can have an attorney look at it, an attorney you trust, that's obviously preferable to trying to do it yourself. You know, I, like I mentioned previously, I've reviewed lots of contracts that clients, you know, I can tell when a client drafts their own contract, you know, unless they have some, some legal training, um, you know, there's things missing, there's things that are drafted, and sometimes they're vague, and so the other side, you know, it, it maybe at the time, everybody thought they knew what 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 was intended, but you know, maybe a, a few years down the road, if the if the provision is not drafted properly, you know, the other side can mm-hmm. spin it in their favor. So you know, like I said, you want to have someone who knows what they're doing, who's experienced in contracts and business in the business world. Um, you know, look at it. In the end, you'll end up saving money.
0: And, and it's it's important when there's two or more partners that each get their own counsel, so that they're looking at it from their perspective, and that that person that that attorney can down the road. Be the person that the the individual goes back to if there is a dispute isn't that isn't that no fair absolutely
1: yeah absolutely it's it's a good idea if you're for example, forming a partnership to have, you know, each partner have their own counsel because the attorney, if, you know, if, if, let's say you and I are forming a partnership and we have, you know, John Smith attorney review it and do the whole, or prepare the whole thing for us, if we do have a dispute, he basically has a conflict of interest and neither one of us can really use him. So, um, yeah, you, you that's, that's a good point, Bill. You generally want to have, uh, uh, you know, independent counsel for each party, especially, you know, if you're talking about significant dollars.
0: Do you? I don't know if you remember. Um, I'm old enough to remember the old Mister Goodwrench commercials on TV that were like either yeah. pay me now or pay me later.
1: Yes, exactly. It's one of those things exactly.
0: where people try to you know save a few bucks up front. Uh, maybe <clears throat> maybe a few hundred, maybe a few, couple thousand bucks on the up front review for an attorney, but they they certainly end up. Uh, Regretting that down the road, and and I can think of several situations off the top of my head. What kind of disputes do you tend to, uh, like if you were to map it out, what what are the most common things that you tend to see in your office?
1: Um, you know, contract disputes where parties have a contract, and like I was saying, there's a disagreement over you know what was you know what each party was expected to do. Uh, then there's just the more basic things where you have a contract and one party is you know one party is. Uh, supposed to provide a product or service and they do it and the other side doesn't pay you know that's not a cod situation so it's the the product or service is delivered on credit on terms and those terms aren't fulfilled so the clients come to us Mm -hmm. and say you know we want to collect our money so but we we've done real estate disputes as well but you know Mm
0: -hmm. our our, Mm -hmm. our
1: bread and butter is the the contract disputes business contract disputes
0: Got it. Okay. So now if I was to ask you what makes your firm different, what would you say?
1: Um, You know, we've been doing this a long time, and many attorneys have been doing it a long time. We work on a contingency basis, and a lot of attorneys work on a contingency basis. But I think what speaks volumes about us is we have a lot of long-term relationships with clients um, that continue to come back to us over many, many years. And I think that's what you know, maybe separates us from other folks. You know, we try to establish, and I think we've been successful in establishing long-term relationships with many, many clients over the years. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and that, that
1: um – that
0: speaks volumes for your reputation when people come back and, and use you over and over again. Let me ask you a question. Do you have any client stories that maybe you could share with us to illustrate how you've worked with someone and what the outcome was?
1: Yeah, I, I think so. I, we've talked a little bit about how I do collections work where I'm representing the company that is owed money, the creditor, but we uh, you know, we also can represent folks who owe money or who maybe lose a case and have a judgment against them. Um, we we represented a client uh, earlier this year who had close to a two million dollar judgment entered against him. Um, he was being represented by a different attorney who who didn't do a very good job, but uh, you know his his goal was to try to make the, make it difficult for the other side to collect, and since we do a lot of collections, we also know how to play defense, and there's no law that says you have to make it easy for the creditor to collect. So uh, we worked with him and sort of wore down the other side, um, you know, through legal techniques, and we we basically made it, you know, got the case into a position where he could settle it for about less than a third of what he owed, so that was a good result for uh, for him, we thought. Good to know
0: that whatever side of a of a situation the clients on they can get in touch with you and you'll you'll help them from either side and that's that's great to know. Can you uh, just share some tips, ideas or precautions for our listeners who might be thinking, you know, I want to I want to know more about this, but I want to know maybe what what I should be doing or not doing along the way?
1: Sure as we had touched on before, uh, earlier on during the call, was it's really important to, if you can, as a seller of a product or service, get everything in writing, get, you know, even if we see a lot of, I've worked with Fortune 500 companies that provide some services on a handshake basis. And so when things go south, it becomes a he said, she said affair. So if you can get a contract done and signed by the other side, by your customer, that is definitely the way to go. It just uh, eliminates a lot of headaches down the road and you can also insert provisions in there that are favorable to you like attorney's fees clauses, venue clauses, things of that nature. Also with with collections especially, I like to say it's probably not very funny, but they're not like fine wine. They don't get better with age. So the older you let these accounts get, the, usually the more difficult it is to collect them. So, I mean, if you're 90 days out and you have a customer who's not paying you and who's not communicating with you in, in a positive way, then I think it's time to get a third party like an attorney or a collection agency involved. And like I said before, you know, we can work in a positive manner with your clients if you want to try to, you know, salvage the relationship or if you don't want to salvage the relationship, we can be as aggressive as, as necessary to collect.
0: Excellent. Excellent. And great tips. And, uh, you know, if Someone wants to get a hold of you. I know you have a website that is uh, www.matthewsfirm.net. Is that right?
1: That's right. Matthews and that has all of our Firm. contact information, net, and it, Matthews with two T's.
0: Matthews with two T's. And so if someone uh, wants to find out more about you, is that the best place to start? Or if they have an urgent matter, should they should they uh, call for a consultation?
1: They, they can absolutely call if, uh, if they would rather go that route. And our phone number is 714 647 Seventy-one ten.
0: So, you know, uh, listeners, when you're facing this daunting task of, of someone who's slow or, or really being uh, problematic, and you think, you know, I'm just, gonna, I'm, I'm tired of asking. It's not going to happen. I'm not getting anywhere with this. This is a great resource for you to have. So, call Art Matthews. Call the Matthews Law Firm. Get in touch with them. Find out more at their website, MatthewsFirm.net. Art, I really appreciate you taking the time today to share with us uh, some valuable tips and ideas, and, and I hope that you'll come back again uh, and tell us uh, uh, some more stories. I, I really uh, I think our listeners learn a lot through those, and I really appreciate your time today. Thanks for uh, joining me.
1: No, absolutely, Bill. Thank you very much as well, and I'd be happy to come back in the future.
0: Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio.